Welcome to Dan's Talks. My guest today is Ari Selinger, a filmmaker, writer, director, producer of uh, what I, I think are uh, independent movies, and uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. But he's currently doing one here in Montauk, or at least researching writing one, which mm -hmm. he intends to call Navy Beach. Uh, tell me about that. Why Why that title? That's a section of Montauk. Uh, there's a, a resort there. There's a, uh, a dock. There's little tiny houses that used to be part of a fishing village there. That's it's it's true. I actually it's funny, you know, for a long time, the 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 script was called The End. But uh, there's another film in, in production right now called The End. So I've switched it to Navy Beach for now. But we'll see. Maybe that other one uh, will change its title, too. And I can go back to The End. But it's called Navy Beach because it takes place on Navy Beach. And as I as I learned also from your book, uh, the history of the place, I have your book right here. It was very helpful in my research. Basically, I know a guy named there named Tom Ferrara. He's a mechanic. Uh, I've lived in Sag Harbor since I was a baby. And I always figured, you know, when I went to school here in the city, I always really liked shooting out in you know, getting more rural or uh, I wasn't as interested in, in the urban landscape. So I always came out, out either to Sag Harbor or Montauk to shoot my films. And on a location scout one time, I ran into this mechanic, Tom Ferrer in 2011. And he said, yeah, you can shoot in my backyard. And we shot there. And uh, without trying to offend him, he has a very uh, unique looking yard. It's full <laughs> of... Uh, Wonderful Correct. tools that he's collected in his many years. He's a wonderful mechanic, but he's got 30 years of tools and parts and it's strewn across his yard. So I really didn't need to do much production design, but we've kept in touch. And um, and as we've uh, as this friendship has continued, he, he's been telling me this story of between him and the town of East Hampton. Uh, it seems that they were butting heads. And for a long time, he was telling me about it and I really wasn't fully grasping what was going on. Probably trying to get him to clean up his yard. That's exactly what they were trying to do. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, it, it, it's, uh, I understand if I live next door to it, I might be uh, wondering what's, what's going on here. But, but the truth of it is, it's really just a, it really encapsulates, I think, what's going out, going on out here these days. You know, uh, it's, it's a changing atmosphere and, uh, and it always has been, especially on Navy beach. And, Right now, uh, you know, uh, they're trying to build some beautiful waterfront properties and Tom doesn't want to go. So it's a little bit of a David and Goliath battle between the two of them. I see. Is that going to be the topic of what you're doing? Do you That's think? the topic. That's the topic. Uh, yeah, that'll be very interesting because there's almost no property there. It's between the railroad tracks and the beach, which uh, yeah, at that particular point, which is where... Um, the road to getting you on Navy Beach comes in from Industrial Road. There's very little space there to build any anything. And these little cottages were left over from a village from long ago, a fishing village that got scrambled up in the hurricane. So it's going to be an interesting uh, movie. Uh, where, where did when did you decide you wanted to become, or at least part time, a filmmaker? I wanted to ask you about that. The films you've made, uh, opening day. Uh, Deuce and a Quarter, uh, Moondog Airwaves. There, there's spaced out about uh, 
know, five, seven, eight years. Seems like you might have, you know, I don't know, worked in a restaurant or something in between. <laughs> Tell me. I bet. I, uh, I'm always editing. Uh, I've uh, I've always been working on on films. The last one I made, which is my wife did the painting for it right here, The Ghost of Hank Williams. Oh. We shot that at the American Hotel uh, uh -huh. in uh, 2019. And to be honest, it was really a return uh, for me. I, I had been, uh, after school, I'd uh, just been trying to get my feet on the ground. And finally, now I think we're at a place where we can make this movie and we have enough uh, momentum. But really, I've known, so I wanted to be a filmmaker since I was six, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I used to go to that uh, video store on um, uh, on West Water Street, right across from where the, right next to the post office uh, in Sag Harbor, Harbor Video. And right. I used to love that, that store. And that was really where it started. <laughs> You know, that video star right there um, where the big uranium ball was. You know yeah. 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 So I've known since then. And um, and and yeah, this is my first feature. Um, I, I wrote it in 2020 during the pandemic. After we shot Ghost of Hank Williams in 2019, I had the juices flowing. We had the momentum. And I said, I'm going to write I'm going to write this feature. I'd written a couple, but. Uh, I think they were a little too pie in the sky for my first one. And this one, you know, I I love Tom. Tom's been a really good friend. And I think he's very misunderstood. A lot of people don't like him. I love him, but I think he's very misunderstood. And I really started seeing this folk hero, this Amer this beach Americana folk hero in him. And then when his uh, longtime girlfriend, who I knew very well, Freckles, who's a big part of this story, it's, it's really a love story. Uh. Um, she passed away in 2017 and that along with this article in the New York Times on his case, it was this big article by this guy, uh, Alan Fuhrer, who now does all the, uh, Trump cases and the, he wrote a piece on it and it was, a, and I was like, I get it now. I, I see the story. Um, and I've been pursuing that now for, yeah, three years. It's taken us across the, uh, across the world. We were supposed to originally shoot in Belgium. If you can believe that. Why? We they have a wonderful tax credit there. <laughs> so I went out to Belgium and looked at those beaches trying to make it Montauk. They just don't look like Montauk in Belgium. <laughs> Belgium not Montauk. There's uh there are beaches out in Germany uh called Fr the Frisian area, which is up in the north near Denmark. And there's some beaches there that remind people very much of the Hamptons beaches. So you just missed it. Is that true? Well, I'll have to check and see what their tax. Oh, I think it's called Frigian, F-R-I-G, F-R-I-J-I-E-N. You'll see it. Uh, and anyhow, tell me a little bit about um, uh, the one you're known for. It's called Moondog Airwaves. Uh, what was that? I remember a fellow named Moondog who used to hang out at 6th yeah. Avenue and 54th Street in Manhattan with a spear. He would stand on the corner. He was sort of a Viking, about 6'6". Yeah, the Viking of Fifth Avenue. Years and years. Is that what this is about or not? It's 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 definitely, you know, there's a lot of Moondog things that I wanted to include in there because I love Moondog, the, the Viking of uh, Fifth Avenue or Sixth Avenue. I thought it was Sixth. I think you're right, Sixth. I love Moondog. I actually included him in uh, uh, some of his music in one of my earlier films, but it was really a reference to a couple things. Alan Freed from the oh, 50s. Yeah. I remember and him. Yeah, Alan Freed, the Moondog Coronation Ball. 
And it was also a play on the word uh, on wolf on uh, werewolf movies, you know, uh, a Wolfman Jack, you know, and uh, that's really what it was. It was a, a reference to music and the radio and what the power of music can do. What, what did it? Where did it premiere? Did you have it a show and there and all? I sure did at the uh, Sag Harbor Cinema in 2016, a couple weeks before the fire. Yeah. So, and it was it was wonderful. Played there all day. We it was a it was a grassroots thing. We had grindstone donuts served. <laughs> it was great, and uh, you know it's 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 different than this one. It's more screwball, but it's very musical. And we shot it uh, at uh, Bayburger. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, we 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 had a guy jumping through a window. They they I'm sure they loved that. <laughs> Are these full length movies? This one was 33 minutes, which was uh, it was my uh, thesis out of NYU. So we pulled out all the stops, and uh, and that was the one that really got me thinking I should shoot all my movies out here because you can fake it for a lot of different places. I've uh, faked Montauk for Alabama. Uh, yeah. In in that one, I faked it for Arkansas. Um, what was? How did you fake? What did you have to do to? Where was that in Montauk? Oh, uh, clam bar. I used the clam oh, bar. Right, sure. I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, this could be Alabama. Why not? <laughs> Except <laughs> unless you know, unless you're from out here. Uh, yeah, we faked that. We 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 used the clam bar to fake it, and then uh, and then it was very easy for Moondog. It was a night movie, and uh, you know, Bay Burger. If you shoot it the right way. It just looks like a roadside diner on Highway 61 or something. So, yeah. What else have you been doing? You're in the city and uh, uh, now, uh, were you, did you always, were, did you grow up in New York? I grew up in Sag Harbor and New York. Now it's been half and half, uh, now that I'm at 32. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, when I got back to the, I was born in Manhattan. And uh, I came back to go to NYU, and now I've been here. Me and my wife live in Red Hook, which in a way is a little like Montauk. <laughs> Very little. You know, and, uh, and I've always been in film. I've been editing and, and writing screenplays, and uh, this, is, this, is, uh, this is my passion. I, I don't think we'll ever stop. And, you know, it's funny that the movie was called The End because it's really, for me, the beginning, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Navy Beach. Tell me a little bit about some of the people you've worked with. And uh, I saw you were an actor also in movies, certain some movies. I think I was in one of my friend's movies once or twice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I, I'd be nice. There have definitely been times where we've struggled to find an actor. And I've said to myself, maybe I should just play it. <laughs> but I've never had to. I do have a De Niro guy, a guy that I always love to work with and write for, who's getting married next weekend. His name's David Rizdahl. I love writing stuff with him. And, uh, you know, it's a little tricky because there's a strike going on right now. But we have, but for the end, the Navy Beach movie, we have a great actor attached. I think I can say it, that that it's uh, Tim Blake Nelson uh, from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And, oh, and yeah. So he's set to play Tom. I think I can say that <laughs> right now. But, uh, and we have somebody really exciting uh, playing opposite him for Freckles, but uh, we haven't signed her on just yet. So and uh, so I want to be careful with that. But yeah, everybody I've worked with, other than that, all my friends from NYU who have now become leaders in their field. My friend uh, Connor, who's shooting this movie, is shooting a movie with Bob Balaban right now. 
yeah. and uh, Judd Hirsch. So, uh, so Connor and those are also EastEnders. Yeah, they were just shooting exteriors yesterday. So, so where, where were they? Do you know? So, he didn't. I think they were near Maidstone. Oh. I think they were near Maidstone. But uh, yeah, is it is it difficult to be allowed to film in my, in the Hamptons? I think are there permits to be got? Yeah, there are permits. I personally have, I, maybe just because I've been doing this for a long time and I kind of know some of the folks that have been doing it, but in Sag Harbor, at least, Sag Harbor has been great. They've always been great. Uh, when we shot in Montauk, other than the clam bar, we didn't really have a, too many permits that we needed to do, but, you know, it's all part of what, it's all part of that routine. You always got to do this. I remember going to Main Beach in East Hampton and there were signs, not small ones either, uh, that was stuck in the sand right where you come off the road and go down toward the water, yeah. uh, which said, uh, by going to this beach today, you are giving permission to be in a, the film, blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And it turned out they had no permit. They had just decided they were going to do a movie here. And they had decided that that was the site they were going to do it. They went out there. They said, well, what do we do about people who, who are extras? Yeah, we don't have any extras. Let me, well, let me write that down. That's a good you know, idea. That's giving them permission, you know, that kind of thing. Were, yeah. Did you ever uh, become an extra yourself on any movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just an extra in, a, in my friend's movie. It was the, uh, Molly and Max in the future. It was a sci-fi film that he shot in the city. And I was one of the guys holding up a trophy. Yeah, I love that. Uh, hey, I would love to be an actor. I'll just put it out there. If anybody wants me to act, I will do it. But uh, I've never had the nerve to actually cast myself in in my own movie. When, How far along on Navy Beach are you in terms of the, the shoot, shooting and producing it and writing it? We were supposed to be shooting it um, now, uh, to be honest. We were supposed to shoot it now, but the strike kind of you know, uh, change things around. We're ready to go. We just need to, you know, the, the strike's really important and um, just standing in solidarity with them. Once it's done, I think we're going to hit the ground running and hopefully we'll shoot in winter or spring. Really, really depends. But we're ready to go. We're, we're good to go. What do you like best about the East End? Montauk or another town or when you come out? My actual favorite thing in all of the Hamptons is when you go on old Montauk highway and there are those little bumps. And if you go at them at a certain speed, it's a little roller coaster like, and you can see the water when you're going down past gurneys. That's my yeah. favorite. That's my favorite view. And I love driving over there, but in general, I mean, I love Sag Harbor and I love Montauk. Those are love Southampton and East Hampton, not don't frequent them as much, but yeah. Harbor main street, the wharf and, and Navy Beach, Navy Beach to me has such a, I mean, it's just when you look out at that vista, it almost looks like a cup, you know, and you see Culloden Point on one side and you've got uh, Rod's Landing on the other, you see Gardner's, but it's just very, very mythic to me. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think, I think we all catch on to this. It's just the natural beauty is just stunning. I mean, it's, that's really why we're all out here. It's just. I'm, you know, when I was reading the first chapters of your book, I, I was, I was definitely feeling like I was walking around in your shoes, just that kind of wonder that you get when you first huh. kind of realize Montauk is, is a real place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what it helped uh, for me anyway, it helped growing up 
in a suburb where until I was about 15, I was on foot. You know, I didn't have a car. I would walk around. And every block was the same as every other block. <laughs> there were a few places we went in my family, but coming out here for the first time when I was 16, that's when you, you were born and raised here. Um, and uh, I just saw what I thought was like the entire world, desert, you know, woods, beaches, crazy people, millionaires. It was like unbelievably complex. Yeah. And it was wonderful. And that's, you, it was Milburn, right? You were in Milburn before? Milburn, New Jersey, right. Yeah. Sort of great neck. Right, yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit about where where you live out here. You're coming out here. And where oh, yeah. Uh, I, I was about to give my exact address. <laughs> we're, we're, on, we're in Sag Harbor, right outside of Main, Main Street, off of Main Street. Yeah. And that, yeah, and that's, that's we're right on Bayview over by uh, Canio's Books. Yeah, I know where you are. That's so pretty, that uh, garden street. Yeah. Stuff. And uh, what do you, there's this guy, uh, Potter, planning things for over there, you know, housing and stuff down. Any, anyway. I got to um, thank him. Is this a family house you're living in or? Um, yeah. Tell me about your, your parents and how, who, how they came to come out here. Oh, my parents. Yeah. They, they have a good story. They, uh, my mom's uh, my mom was born in Paris, and my dad was is from uh, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. They met in the eighties at Binghamton, and they found a love for biking. And I think uh, they were invited out to come out to East Hampton, and they wanted to take a big bike ride. And they, I think, accidentally found Sag Harbor, and similar, you know, fell in love with it, and uh, set their roots down over there. It's yeah, that's 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 how they got there. They're both writers. My mom used to work for uh, Advertising Age, and uh, my dad is a, is a writer for sure. I'm sure he'd prefer to be writing fiction, but he does a lot of legal document writing. <laughs> but really, I got the. I mean, I all credit goes to them in terms of uh, falling in love with uh, with the right things about about the Hamptons, about storytelling. They're voracious readers, and um, and and my two brothers too. They're also going to be working on the film. Um, Alan, my younger brother, is a uh, is my well. Whenever I'm in, in a tight spot, I call him up and I'm like, "What do you think? This line or this line?" And then my youngest brother, Aton, is doing the score for the film, which is going to be mainly acoustic and try to. I don't know. Do you know if Montauk has like a like a genre of music that you would say? is inherent to the place? No, I think the uh, people who've come out here, uh, the, the particularly the famous ones, have, have done their thing that they that's in their head, you know, regardless of where they are. Billy Joel and uh, the, the Rolling Stones, I mean, they were, they've all been out here, Jimmy Buffett, they, yeah. but they've done their thing. So you can't say that's true. That would make a nice movie is... Uh, putting all that together and relating it to how they came here. You know, as we've been doing research for this, I just keep wanting to, I keep wanting to write more stories out here. It's, 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 it's funny. You know, I even had a section. It's funny. Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett um, knew, knows Tom. He knew uh, Russell Drum uh, from the East Hampton star who actually did an article on the film that we made back in 2011. And uh, Jimmy, I guess was very supportive of Tom's cause. You know, and uh, 
I never got to speak to him personally, but I was always uh, kind of, you know, uh, aware that he had some very, and Dick Cavett too. Dick Cavett was a big Tom fan. Yeah. But um, I think we've run out of time. Um, we'll end here. And uh, thank you for being on the podcast. I appreciate that. And I want to, I look forward to your movie and thanks very much for being on. Oh, th thanks Dan for being a local legend and, Thank you for Dan's papers. I appreciate being on the show. Thanks for everything. Sure. Bye-bye. Have a good one.